everybody. A little bit of issue going live. Well, we're live, and it's um, Thursday, January 25th. And believe it or not, I had to run outside for a second. It's 57 degrees out. Considering it was about 7 a few days ago, and 17, then 27, and somehow it's going to be 67 tomorrow. It's uh, kind of better in Baltimore on January being 57 than being 7. And it was kind of a little weird going to work this morning because we had a lot of snow last week, probably a foot of snow where I live in the burbs. And it started melting really yesterday. But overnight, the temperature was in the 40s. It was really melting. So when I went to work this morning, it looked like you were going through pea soup fog. I mean, I couldn't see, going out of my development, which takes a few minutes, you basically, fortunately, there's no one on the road at 6.30 in the morning, but you're going out really hoping you don't run into a deer. You can't use the bright lights, you know, you can't on your headlights because it gets a reflection at you. So it was an interesting morning, but I'm sure by the time I get home today, all of that snow will be in the history books. Anyway, um, in terms of topics, I was doing a lot of work this past weekend and doing a lot of uh, reading and a lot of stuff on AI. And there were articles in the New England Journal of Medicine and in JAMA, both of them, I think there were three or four articles actually, looking at liability or some of the challenges from a legal aspect of AI. And I thought I would at least mention that to you today. Now, one of the things people have written about in the past is well, you know, AI is not gonna get where it needs to go because of liability issues. You know, who's responsible for the errors that will occur? Is it the radiologist, the hospital? Is it Siemens who sells you a software? Or is it Nvidia who makes the chips or Microsoft who makes the interface? Or everybody. And you know, lawyers, they may wanna sue me and maybe they wanna sue Hopkins but they really want to sue people with deep pockets like a Siemens, a Microsoft, an NVIDIA, and you just name on and on. So the question is, what's going to be the challenges? How much will this liability issue slow down the adoption of AI? <clears throat> and what do you need to really know? What do you need to think about? So I think a lot is going to depend on really how AI is used. So. Now, <clears throat> excuse me again, I'm not going to be a legal expert, but I will say, mainly because the articles do make the point, that if AI is used as a helper, in the helper mode, which is the way most things are done these days, the radiologist is the one making the final decision. So the AI simply is a helper, it's one more source of information, it's like looking at different window widths or levels, using coronals, using 3Ds. It's a lot of information provided, and at the end of the day, you need to make a decision based on all the information you have. So whatever AI says, positive, negative, whatever it does say, you're responsible, and so the liability is not gonna change because you have to make the decision whether you listen or don't listen, or somewhere in between, everything is going to be in your hands. So that's really fairly straightforward. I don't think anybody argues about that. I think what people begin to argue about is what happens 
when AI gets really good. So if AI becomes the primary modality, if really there are no radiologists re-looking at the studies, or maybe just the radiologists looking at one in a hundred cases like a normal chest x-rays, who is then responsible? Yes, it's under the purview of the radiologists, it's under the purview of the um, Department of Radiology, the hospital, and again, we're bringing in the vendors, but of course, the radiologist in the hospital or the group is being paid for reading the study. And basic law kind of makes the point that if you're being paid, you're making the decision and you're taking responsibility. I don't think you're gonna be able to say, oh, the AI read on its own and it made a mistake, I'm not responsible. Well, of course, then, you know, uh, who's getting the money? If you're getting the money from using AI and the insurance company is paying you and the patient is paying you, then I think it's very hard to argue that you're just some innocent third-party person. I think that's going to be substantially harder. The same thing is true kind of with driverless cars. I mean, there's really no driverless cars right now. You look at things like Tesla, it's driver assisted, but you're the one driving. The thing is trying to make it easier for you, backing up, keeping a distance, staying alert. It's helping you, but you're driving the car. You started it, you're in control. You're the one who knows where the car is going. So it becomes a little bit tricky to claim that it's Tesla's fault when really it's your fault. They're, if they were selling a driverless car and they had approval to say, you're not driving, you're just a passenger, the car's driving itself, then you would have a different argument. But if you're driving and it's helping you, remember they use very fancy words. I was listening a little bit to Tesla's uh, report yesterday about their quarter, which wasn't that good. And they were talking about this new software they have for driver-assisted driving. Again, it's to make your life easier, but it's not replacing you in any way, shape, or form. So it's very important to really understand the difference between those things. So bringing back in a circle to um, AI, the vendors, like um, NVIDIA makes a chip, the chip works, but you program it, okay? And let's say it's Microsoft or it's any company you can name, AI Doc, that makes a software program, they're, they have FDA approval, so a lot of the safety issues are addressed, but they are not saying that this is 100% accurate 100% of the time. And so at the end of the day, you need to use what they do, but you need to be cautious that you're the one who's making the decision. Now, of course, there's been some studies uh, making the point that if AI is really good, people begin to trust AI more than they trust themselves, particularly if it's not something they feel they're an expert in. And so then all of a sudden, if AI says normal and you think it's a tumor, you're gonna read it normal because AI, you figure out, is 97% accurate and you're 70% accurate. So it really is a challenge and it's going to be a challenge as we go forward. I don't think the liability issues are gonna slow things down. I think people know the problems. Hospitals, like everything else, will get liability insurance. Physicians will have it as part of their malpractice insurance. 
But again, it's going to be you have malpractice insurance, but you're supposed to do the right thing and read studies within the community standard of care. The standard of care is going to change as AI gets better and better. So we're living through a, I won't call it a challenging time, maybe I should say it's a changing time. As AI gets better and better, how we use it continues to change. As things change and AI gets more and more independent, it's gonna be interesting to see how the courts think about liability, how defendants think about liability, and yes, AI will get sued because everybody gets sued, whether you're the med student on the case or the professor on a case, everybody whose name is on the report or near the report or in the patient's chart seems to be chased down. So lawyers being lawyers, I don't see that changing. I know the lawyers are paying lots of attention because for them, it's a real opportunity because anything that potentially can be a problem, they like to make into a problem. Um, if you go to CTSS by the beginning of February, so that's in a, in a couple days, we're gonna have uh, a bunch of new teaching, not teaching file, but our journal club for, the, for this month, which are articles published in January. And you'll see four or five really good articles talking about liability I think you should download those articles, go online, download them, and read them. I think it goes through very, very fairly the challenges, the pitfalls, and just really saying it's gonna be an interesting ride, and we're gonna see what we learn. So with that, I hope everybody has a great day, and I'll see you next week. Bye, guys.